Yeah, thank you for joining us for another edition of Loose Topics here at our podcast site. Thank you to Mark Marr and Studio B2 for letting me uh, broadcast from here. Go ahead, take your seats, take your seats. We've got a few things to get into today. Um, you know, I was watching the news yesterday. I was watching Fox News. I was watching uh, all kinds of MSNBC, The Ed Show. I was watching uh, headline news. Herman Cain's still in the still in the headlines, guys. Still in the head kind headlines, and it's more than what I reported on yesterday. He's he's in the headlines for the sex scandal. He apparently had a press conference where he denied all allegations. He very very adamantly said he did not do those things. He didn't even recognize the woman that's come forward. I believe now there's four women that have come forward. You know, it, it's it's not surprising that something like this is happening to a presidential candidate. I think a lot of people see fear in Mr. Kane that he could actually be a the Republican nominee, and they don't want him there. So, to those four women, I'm not saying it never happened, but uh, the proof is in the pudding. And as I was listening to Greta Van Susteren last night, uh, you know, it just doesn't add up. They say they have all this evidence, but yet they don't provide the evidence. Um, about Herman Cain, too, you know, with all these scandals going on, his numbers haven't hurt. His numbers have stayed right about the same. He's just behind Mitt Romney in the poll numbers, and he's going to stay there. If you liked Herman Cain before, you still like Herman Cain now. If you didn't like Herman Cain before, you didn't, you don't like him now. So it hasn't, these scandals haven't swayed people from one side to the other. From the flip side, as my friend Mark Morrow over at Studio B1 would say. But uh, there's some other things I want to get into. There was something that happened on Tuesday that was very interesting and very, very important in my mind. I'm a, I belong to a union here in, in Texas. And there was a victory for unions in the state of Ohio on Tuesday. Unions in Ohio, they, they won. Ohio voters on Tuesday, they uh, defeated the SB5 bill, which was an attempt by... Uh, their governor to end the public sector's employee right to collective bargaining. Now that's huge because collective bargaining is what allows a public servant employee the ability to negotiate his benefits, his wages. We've all pointed out before that public sector employees make considerably less than private sector employees of the same capabilities. So back in March, Governor Kasich, I believe is how it says, John Kasich, he quickly signed this SB5 bill into law just after the Ohio legislation passed it. I mean, it was quick like that. He wanted it in there. But thank heavens that the uh, there was a campaign started that was led by the unions in Ohio as well as community supporters to get a petition started that would call for a referendum to repeal this law, this bill. Now, the, the union members along with the volunteers were able to obtain over 1 million signatures. I believe it was 1.3 million signatures, which allowed the the initiative to be placed on the November election ballot, which is, that's big. If they didn't get those signatures, they wouldn't have been able to vote on it on Tuesday. So they actually had their work cut out for them. They got out there and they got signatures. So what do you know? On Tuesday, the voters go to the polls. They turn out. And this bill was crushed. This bill was strongly defeated by 61% to 30%. That's that's pretty big. You know, two to one there. 
Now, in the state of Ohio, the state and local government workers, they only make up about 6.5% of the Ohio population. So just think about that. The state and local employees only make up 6.5% of the Ohio pop population. So in order for this bill to be crushed like it was, there was a lot of support from the private sector as well. And that's not uncommon. Private sector people are smart. They know that when they can see when other people are getting screwed. And that's what was happening. It was the private sector saw, looked over and saw their brothers and sisters in the public sector saying, that's not right. You know, as much as we say stuff and we talk bad about them, but that's not right. We have to be true. We have to be fair. We have to be honest. And that wasn't right. There's governors like John Kasich and Governor Scott Walker in Wisconsin. And they're trying to use their state's budget problems as an excuse not to just justify and not to just justify the limitations that they want to put on collective bargaining, but they want to completely end collective bargaining rights for public employees. They say the public sectors have too much power. They have too much they're too much of a liability and a burden onto the taxpayers. Well, as we have said before, and we've proven time and time again at Loose Topics, our blog site, www.corpuschristiopinions.tk or www.corpuschristiopinions.blogspot.com. This just isn't the case. Public sector employees, public sector pensions, all serve a purpose and a very good purpose in the community. They are needed by communities in more ways than people think. They aren't a burden on the tax percentage. They aren't a burden on budgets. But that's the easy way for these politicians to go. They were like, well, let's go after these guys because it's simple. We can make it look like it's their fault. And the thing is that these governors, they're not only looking to take away the collective bargaining rights that these public sector employees have, but the bills that they're trying to attempt to, that they're trying to pass and they're trying to, to impose on these people, they want to take away their health care benefits. They want to take away their, their pension benefits. They want to add more in, to their payout, but they don't want to, they don't want to pay them more. I, I'm sorry, you know, they, they want to increase the public service employees expenses for the benefits and their take home that, that they're decreasing it's ridiculous it's just ridiculous and I get frustrated and I'm sorry but you know they want to take away their pay they want to take away their 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 retirement they want to take away their health care and they don't want to give them anything in return nothing that's the way it usually works like I said I belong to a union here and we're doing some good things. There's some things changing that we're doing that we're fighting. But we're also keeping our radar up. We're keeping our eyes up. We're keeping our heads up. We're paying attention to what's going on in Ohio and in Wisconsin and around the country. Because it could happen. It could come here to Texas. And it could very well affect us. Just ask any teacher or nurse here in the state of Texas. And they'll tell you that it's already here. These bills, these laws, this legislation that these governors try and pass are nothing more than an attack on the middle class and the middle class jobs. They believe for whatever reason that the middle class is expendable. 
that they only want to give handouts to the lower class and tax cuts to the higher class. The people that actually build this country, that are actually the backbone of our country, are expendable. Uh, we'll take everything away from them, and we'll give it to the lesser and the ones that don't need it. But the ones that actually need the assistance, the ones that actually need the help, the middle class people, they get none. Nine times out of ten, you'll find out that a middle class person, he makes too much, he or she makes too much to get any assistance, but they don't make enough to get any breaks. So they're stuck with their head just above water, just above water. And it's time that the middle class speaks up. And it looks like in Ohio, they have. They've spoken. You know, my colleague right down the hall here, Mark Marr from the flip side over at Studio B1, he says this on, he says it all the time. I don't care, make what you make and take what you take. It doesn't matter to me. But when our own government takes away your right to make a living, then the people must stand up and say, no, that's enough. You can't take away my right to, to make a living. Mark, you say, make what you make, take what you take. It doesn't matter, but make sure you give back. We just pointed out the government wants to take, 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 take. Where are they giving back? At what point are they giving back to the middle class? I know they give back to the, the billionaires. I know they give back to the financially needy that make less than 6000 In a time when our government has bailed out the real estate industry, the financial system, the airlines, in this time, but but at the same time we're seeing we're seeing that they have forgotten all about us, all about the middle class. They want to take away our retirement. They want to take away the health care. While they hand out over $12.1 million of our money, of our taxpayer money, to executives at Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac that we've already bailed out. This has got to stop, people. This has got to stop. And the voters in Ohio did stop. Congratulations to those guys in, in Ohio. Congratulations to their citizens. And to Mr. Walker over in Wisconsin. You've seen the future, my friend. You know what's coming. You've seen the people speak up. They voice their opinion. Remember, guys, there is power in the people. There is power in numbers. But we must always ask for what is right and what is fair. And when you ask for those things and you get people behind you and you're asking for what is right and what is fair, you'll get it. Because it's the right thing to do. The most ignorant people can see through and say, you know what, they're right. That is fair. We were wrong. And in Ohio on Tuesday, that's what they did. They went to the polls, they voted, and they said, government, Mr. Governor Kasich, you're wrong for what you want to do. And we're changing it. We're starting change right here, right now. And uh, I give them... Uh, Mad, mad props for that. Mad, mad props for that. So, guys, thank you for joining me and letting me get this off my chest here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, make sure you join us again tomorrow for another edition of Loose Topics Podcast, where we'll be discussing whatever's in the news and whatever you want to talk about. So, from all of us here at Studio B2 and Loose Topics, make sure you check us up at www.corpuschristiopinions.tk, www.corpuschristiopinions.blogspot.com. Make sure you go over there and you check out Mark Marr at the flip side. He's flipping around. He's going left, right, up, down, side to side. 
but you know what? He does his thing. He says his thing. And uh, that's all we can do. So once again, people, peace, love, and happiness. And we'll see you again next week.